0: Welcome. Welcome to the, the We
1: Out Here. Show.
0: Show. 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 Show.
1: Live your life. Follow your heart.
0: Mufasa, the Lion King,
1: is a story. It talks about a son and his father and his uncle. Oh my gosh! Family dynamics in the animal kingdom is the same as ours.
0: Don't forget inside yourself. Look inside yourself. I'm Mufasa. Alex is Timba. Nick is a tree. And, and Nick in the tree in a movie. And we're
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to We Out Here MMA show, not podcast, but now podcast. Link down below if you're watching
0: on video. And if you're
1: listening, why am I telling you this? you already listening.
0: All right, guys, welcome. <laughs> if to if the you're we listening, stop listening. Go to the YouTube and click yep. the link we'll from there to go, go listen. listen. Which also helps the show. We
2: get more views turn, that way. Turn both on at the same time and mm. cue it up perfectly. Wow. Right?
1: Oh no? Nick. You sound muffled. I love
2: it. Do no. I sound muffled?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you sounded <started, laughs> clear the whole time until now. You
2: literally did a sound check, and now you want to tell me this? Tap your mic. Oh, okay. I guess it's
1: good.
2: <laughs> Is it just you me? Guess. Is it just my voice? You might. You
1: know what yeah. I think it is? I think it's because you've been having a lot of fun in the sun, and Papa forgot how to talk. Nick, oh, why really are you me. in a Motel 8? Tell everyone where you are.
2: Whoa, I'm in the Airbnb. Has COVID. I'm oh, sorry. In Hawaii. <laughs> Okay, and Hawaii is way safer on their COVID protocols than probably any other state in the US. And that's just facts. Everybody everybody follows the rules, everybody wears masks, and they they say, you know, don't spread germs, spread aloha. Come on, dude.
1: Wow, give it up, give it up for Hawaii, that's great.
2: Hawaii's beautiful, man. I think I'm gonna move here, so I'm not coming back, you guys. I told you, we have one more person in this group that's gotta go to Hawaii.
1: If. If of course. <laughs> Nick's wife. <laughs> He's
2: just farting up a storm on the couch right now. Yeah, I've uh, never been in
1: Hawaii. I really want
2: to go, actually.
1: I was telling you Nick that it. we should take the guys, and we should all just go there for a food slash MMA training tour and just vlog the whole thing. Yeah. We just got to get someone to sponsor it, because I don't know if we could afford all just to fly out there and eat the whole time. I'm yeah. down, and
0: I'll bring my laptop, and we'll stream all of it, too.
1: Oh, speaking about streaming, uh, Alex, I heard that you're on this new uh, this new little project where you're not streaming just gameplay, but you're streaming you lifting weights. It yeah, because I'm getting
0: it's fact because I'm getting into a uh, I'm going to start powerlifting again. Oh, so shit. I just I'm going to to keep myself. Help me keep myself accountable. I'm going to stream it because people said they wanted to see it. So if I stream it all the time, people are expecting it. So I have to go do it. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying. I'm saying but and it's also- with my boy Alfonso. And then also, sorry to cut you off, Gil. But oh, right. uh, also, we're going to start streaming our mint holding sessions, too.
2: No, we're not. Uh, Those are trade secrets, and we won't do that. Sorry. Oh. We're going to shoot that one down.
1: Uh, we're really going to start. Before we uh, kick off with what we got today, because, guys, really quick, just to give you a little background of what we're doing today, a little foreshadowing, we don't have to talk about any fights that happened last week because no fights happened. Uh, so we're going to do some fight news, uh, talk about some fights we're excited for this year, and also talk about the upcoming card with Calvin Cater and Max Holloway, where Nick is actually... He's actually with him in Hawaii right now. Yeah, He's actually with him. 3 of the fighters in Hawaii right now including uh Puna Halele, Soriano and uh Justin Tafa. It's great. That's a, it's
2: a, that's a good uh, Actually, Justin Tafa's from New Zealand, isn't he? Justin Tafa is not they're, out there. All, they're,
1: all <laughs> they're all they're all Hawaiian. They're all Is that racist? Is that racist? I feel like people are it's okay to be like they're all Hawaiian. It's like, yeah, brother, Hawaii. Yeah, so. brother. Hey, so many
2: people have thrown us the shaka, and we're collecting them like charms. But are they all are they all white
1: though? That's the real question.
2: Yeah, and they're all wearing they're all wearing shoes on the beach. So, dude, <laughs> what's up, yo? What's up with people that come to Hawaii and wear shoes to the beach? You we went we went on a we went on a trail the other day. I'm just gonna yeah. share the story really quick. Good. And it was it's we're we're in the rainforest because you know Hawaii's mostly fucking rainforest, right? This 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 gentleman, and I bet you can guess what race he is. He came up and he goes white. Yep. And he goes, is this trail muddy? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, we're in the fucking rainforest. And, it just, hey. what are you talking? and he was like, Yitikai! and then just started running through the mud. Right Not nah, Like he was there and like bummed out to be there. Was, oh, wow. Were wearing, like, sandals. Yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, are, we, are we recording hey. a
1: show? Are we recording a show? Hey, are we shout not out, live?
2: Shout, shout out to our special guest, uh, Tiff. Tiff on the couch. Babe, if you're going to talk on the mic, you got to get up here, okay? If you're going to talk, you got to come up to the mic. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, wow, marriage issues, guys. Even in Hawaii, that's why you got to work on them. Uh, really quick shout out <laughs> to one of our listeners. Uh, if you guys remember, me and Alex and uh, Nick, we did a live stream and we met a, uh, a listener of the show. His name was Jordan King. Jordan King is a young man I believe in South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Jordan King. Yep. And uh, oh. Jordan King was nervous about a competition. Uh, he was asking advice from Nick of like, how should I feel about it? Which I'd be prepared for and guess what aboard jordan king of the we out here mma show not podcast but now podcast (laughs) play second in his first jiu-jitsu competition round of applause for jordan king uh you have a podium picture
0: and he's active in my twitch
2: every single day so shout out to him every single day he's in my twitch does he have a uh does he have a a podium picture at all i want to see this man on cool let me call him because i have his number (laughs)
1: oh god nick (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, guys,
1: moving on. Asking for assets we do not have in the middle <laughs> of a show. Wife yelling guess at him. God. God. That's my wife. Okay. Ooh. We got it. All right. We got it. Uh guys, let's just uh start off with a little softball question to both of you. This is our first actual episode of uh the new 2021 year. Um uh, I guess I wouldn't count our last one. It was more of a New Year's show, but it's our actual official episode for the new year. I'm going to just put it out there just to, just to, just to see what happens. I'm going to ask you what fight do you think is going to be the best fight of the year, and we're going to see if that actually comes true and who has the best foresight. Now I present you with the segment called The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I'm a.k.a. In, baby. Or- oracle, Oracle, or a cauliflower year. Oh. It's <clears throat> the best fight of the year for 2021. I think Come it's going right to be. And you can be fights that aren't even announced yet. So it's like okay. something happened. Oh, Correct.
2: fuck. Just oh. kidding.
1: I was just. are such a fucking
2: idiot, dude. Um, wow. I would say my personal pick is Jorge masvidal Vidal, Colby Covington. That's
1: the fun out. <laughs> that is going to probably happen. But Trump has to
2: be unbanned first before Jorge Ooh. comes back to the UFC. Whoever so think wins, about that. Whoever wins gets to be Trump's fucking, like, VP. That's because Mike Pence is out. So he's gonna, whoever wins is going to replace him. Bro, if
1: the <laughs> UFC was smart, they would play into that dumbness. Just like the, uh, the, what is it, the badass thing? Do like, oh, Trump's, like the Trump award between those yeah. two dummies.
2: Well, you know what? It seems like Jorge Masvidal is more of a writer for Trump than Colby Covington in a lot of ways. Because Colby seems like he's just doing it for the show. Yeah, Get into it's, it. It's like- really, He's diehard, bro. He said he's going to leave Twitter. That was a story that came out too. He's like, if yeah. Trump's out of Twitter, I'm off Twitter too. And everyone's yeah. like, okay, cool. That's True. how I feel about Bruce
1: Willis. If he leaves the industry, I'm out of the industry. Yeah,
2: no more diehard movies, dude. That's uh, it. Hey, diehard,
0: uh, my shit, though. Sorry.
2: Diehard with uh, a Thick, Thick booty
1: Oracle. What fight do mm. for
0: twenty
2: twenty one? Fuck. Yeah, keep breathing. Jake Paul, Nate Robinson, two come back. <sighs> Ooh, uh, that's no. a pretty
0: good one. Fight that I'm probably oh, just MMA or in fights in general. No MMA. God, Nick, you're just throwing it um, off. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. So yeah, that one's a pretty good one. The uh, the um Jorge and Colby. What I don't know. Problem? I, I kind of want to see um. You guys are like, so. Do- come on, come on. It's hard because, you know, I probably want to see the fight that I really want to see and I hope it happens is John Jones and Izzy. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I don't think it's going to because Jones is making it making it like saying hey. he's not going to 205. Hey, but Izzy going? did say that he wants to go up to heavyweight. So
1: No, but you're the, or- of- you're the Oracle. You're big, thick booty Oracle. Tell me what fight will be the best year of the fight. What <clears throat> will be? Go. Oh, what will be the best fight? we're predicting man cuz we're going to see if it comes oh. true. Little okay, so th- this segment is called Welcome to the Matrix.
0: Oh, okay, what will be the best fight? I thought it was like what what fights I do I think they'll make. Um I don't think Colby and uh, Jorge will be a good fight because I think Colby's just going to try and wrestle him the whole time, you know? I think it might be that, that sense like the Kamaro fight. I got shit on my pick, dude. Yeah, just well, give I'm- me your pick. Why is this so difficult? So like basically <laughs> uh-huh. one time I was- yeah. Bro, want to know, know why I'm doing this, Gilbert? Because you threw me off. This isn't on show notes, and I had no time to think yeah, about it. Yeah, you
2: changed the question kind of. So.
0: I had zero it time is. to think about this. So I That's haven't. why it's a te- we're testing
1: you. The audience wants to see, can Alex improvise in new situations? Come and on, Ryan. Even, right. the,
2: way, I even think, the way Gilbert asked the question kind of changes my answer, too. Also. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Matrix.
0: I think uh, I think uh, Francis Ngannou and John Jones is going to be one of the craziest Whoa. fights. There we go. Done. Whoa.
1: Done, and you know uh, what? What I, I think can... I'm gonna say. Uh, mine is honestly gonna be Izzy, and it's gonna be John. It's going to happen. I'm gonna call it December 31st, 2021, best fight of the year, and it okay. falls on a Wednesday night. Perfect. Thanks, Gil. Thank you. It's a Wednesday on Christmas. <coughs> it's on 25th. Uh, Alex, what is that in my ear? Ah, ah. <laughs> ah. Ah, look at Nick smile. His boy smile.
2: Ah. I love bits, and I like seeing them in action.
1: Welcome to the WH Morning News, live in Honolulu, Hawaii. Okopoko.
2: Hey. Not a thing. Okopoko's not a thing. Is that a thing?
1: Okay. <laughs> Uh, guys, first piece of news is Peter Jan, Algermain Sterling on the UFC 259 card. Guess what? Not just one title fight. We got three. We also have Amanda Nunez versus our girl from Twitch, Megan Anderson and Stylebender versus the Polish puh, 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 sausage power. Uh, guys, how do you feel about that? Three title fights in one card. Nick, initial thoughts. Do you like that idea?
2: I love it. I just hope nobody gets COVID and nobody pulls out. Cool. That's the I one did. thing I'm worried about nowadays, you know, because it's just like everything is a possibility now. Any fight that gets announced, I'm always like, okay, hope, hope, we'll see what happens on fight week because Unless, who knows who yeah. makes it to the fight now, especially nowadays unless you're Kevin Holland and
1: you get it for four days and then test negative and then <laughs> I heard again. Kevin
2: Holland Kevin Holland's the alternate for the Megan Anderson Amanda Nunes fight and he's gonna be no matter damn, what. that's a pretty dope you could
1: see him also selling that and I was getting excited about it and not realizing wow a man's beating up a woman right now like, <laughs> okay with it
0: he uh, knocks her out we're like oh my yeah, god he's so good he's so good, good. At, he up his
1: back <laughs> oh, I didn't do that <laughs> uh Alex um uh, I have a question for you this is more from my um uh, a, a UFC perspective. Do you think the like when you see that they put three title car, uh, three title fights on the card? Do you go, wow, they just want to stack this card, or does the UFC thinking, oh my gosh, we don't think there's enough style power on these individually, so we need to get this out more. We're gonna put more title fights and make three title fights as the um, the marquee rather than the fighters themselves.
0: Not too much because I mean I feel like Izzy could headline a card by himself and then it's big enough. So like. You know, do we know ha- his number? Are his pay-per-views even like I don't even know if his pay-per-views are good. I'm sure they're pretty good. You know, I'm sure they're pretty up there. But I think, I mean, they do three title fights a good amount of times. Actually, there's sometimes there's like a good amount. Sometimes like there's two cards a year that have three title fights.
1: Was the Kamara was that a title fight? The last that was one three, did? yeah, Jorge, there, right?
0: yeah, Alexander so, and Henry Cejudo. Yeah, so I mean, they oh. yeah, there's some they, they do it. It's not like it's like new or weird um but yeah because my whole thing is like um style could could definitely especially because it's for the 205 i mean that could he could be his own headliner for a fight card yeah. um i just think timing wise it's probably just like the best time and uh yeah all i know <laughs> is that my boy Aljamain sterling company name will <clears throat>
1: Yeah, it looks like they're trying to also, because I feel like the what the Nunez and the Anderson fight got pushed back, and it's also Sterling-Yan. That division's got to get moving. So I think you're right. It is the right time. They're like, might as well just throw it all in one card. Uh, Alex, we'll stick with you really quick. Uh, Who do you got for the peter Yod and uh, Sterling fight?
0: Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling should have got the title fight before him anyways. He should have fought Jose Aldo, or they should have fought the first time. Aljamain Sterling is going to be champ after uh, that fight. Hawaii Nick, what do you got?
2: I got Algermain. I I think uh he's on a roll right now. Like. Also,
0: my prediction for Algermain, hes gonna be champ for uh, a minute. What is a minute? Two or three fights? I say five to six.
1: Wow! You're gonna give him a—that's almost like a GSP kind of reign. Why? Why? Wow. Why, why do you say it, that about Sterling? Because his
0: wrestling and his ground game is so good, and his striking so like unorthodox and like wild kind of that he puts but he puts everything together so well and like say right now I think like the last fight he lost was Marlon Moraes, and that was kind of just like a it wasn't a lucky knockout but it was kind of like you know he took a shot right when he threw a kick yeah and i even said he's like I didn't mean to hit him with my knee I tried to throw a kick he just ran into my knee so obviously we see how Marlon's doing right I think Aljamain would beat him if they rematched I think mm. he's I think he's going to be I think he's gonna be champ for a little bit.
2: Don't um, listen know. to what Alex has to say because he's very biased against Marlon Moraes and he really doesn't like him.
0: Well, Nick,
1: let's that's stick with you. Uh, well Nick with Well Alex says Aljamain's going to stick around for uh what, a five title fights. I don't believe that. And Nick, uh you know that division pretty well. Who do you think would actually match up with him to kind of stop that? Cuz like say he won against Peter, uh, Pietor, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean, I think he's going to win, but that's a tough fight. There's still a lot of matchups there where I don't think Sterling is safe. Who do you think that could be? I think
2: one, Cody Garbrandt is one. He's always going to be like a really difficult person to deal with just from top to bottom for whether it's ground game or, or like, you know, his, his, his his defense, his wrestling defense is pretty good. And he, he's, he just, he has so much power in his hands, you know? So he's, he's always going to be a name that we're going to talk about when we're talking about like title contendership, right? Then even not even to mention uh, Jose Aldo, you got to throw his name in there too. I know he lost a couple fights, but he's still going to be a top contender. And then you're going to even Henry Cejudo. That dude, I really don't buy for a second that he's retired. Retired. Mm-hmm. I think he's just waiting for a big payday. I agree. And he might look for an opportunity to fight a guy like Aljo and might come in, especially if he beats Peter Yan, which is a, a, a high possibility in my eyes. So I feel like there's a lot of and and 135. They just have so much talent. It's from first top ten. Any one of those guys gets on a, a, a win streak, they could they could easily fight for the title pretty quickly. So I don't know, man. I uh, I think I don't. It's not a it's not against Aljamain's skill level, but it's more about how deep the division is because it's a very stacked division. I think besides the 155 division, you're looking at one of the most talented divisions in the UFC, like top three. Boom, Alex. You got served. Yeah. Papers. And, but Alex, Alex does, he rides for Aljo really hard. You know what I mean? So I get it. Aljo is a beast and he's an animal, but I feel like if if he could hold that belt for five to six fights, he's the bantamweight goat. Who's going to stop that guy, especially in this era.
1: And it's so weird to say that we're even saying Aljermaine's goat. Like I would never have thought that until like now.
2: Boom. That's kind of crazy. Wait, baby. But he still right. to beat Peter Jan. He still has to beat Peter. But, uh,
1: yeah. but really quick, because you said, like, just, uh, I'm just really curious, like, Alex. I feel like your new guy right now is Sterling like, to be kind of like the the uh, flying under the radar like goat. And before, I feel like it was Gaethje. You'd always go like, ca, ka, ca. And he backflip. Well, that's a different ka. weight class. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I'm trying to say now, like for Aljo, what is his thing? Because Gaethje would always go, <clears throat> pa, pa, pa backflux, Yeah, yeah. So ready? can you show <laughs> us what Aljo's uh, win is? Continue. Go ahead.
0: Runs forward. Oh, he goes straight, he goes straight
1: to the river again. Ooh, it's quiet, ago, so it goes, so goes.
2: So that's Man. him, he, that's him running around. But with big hair, with, but with big hair though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, His jujitsu, that... dude, he's a Matt Serra black belt. Watch, I think he slept on I've been a huge Al Jermaine fan for a while too. Not just recent, so don't come up in here with that bandwagon bullshit. I've been riding for Aldro for a minute, just like Nick said. And I tell you, he's about to be the champ for a minute.
2: Corey Sanhagen is gonna beat him. Oh R2. You got a sports ah. psychologist now, dude. He's good. That don't you matter. What, you see what happens when people fighters get sports psychologists? Name the they, fighters. They, they come back. <clears throat> well, guess Tettis. what? Guess yeah. what?
0: Algernon oh. just got engaged, so that's a whole different type oh. of power. Oh shit! He, he's
2: fighting for his, his fiance and his wife, That's and deep. she's half Salvadorian. So shout out her. Oh, oh shit!
1: We just found out half from our producers the woman is actually Tiff. You, oh
2: Whoa. she's cheating on you! She's Wait. cheating
0: on you. With Aljo?
2: <laughs> That's all right. He's a stud. That guy. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be the cuck. I will uh, be able to beat him up.
1: All right, guys, the next piece of news, uh, Dana White, as we know, is uh, in Abu Dhabi. His good buddy, uh, Khabib, is that- Habib, oh, you, I said, Dude, you, I said, you almost said, said it wrong, bro. I almost said it. Habib is also going to be in Abu Dhabi to discuss what you guys thought last time was to talk Eagle MMA, but Dana uh, White revealed, you know what? I'm going to press him to take one more fight. Nick, does Dana get the job done? Nah. Nah. I don't think he does. I Alex think- Liv Costa does he get the job done? Nah, I don't think he does.
0: <laughs> Alex,
1: does Tiff leave Nick for Alcho Sterling? Nah,
2: I don't <laughs> she- think he does. <laughs> Did you hear She goes, she goes, ah, yeah. She's like fantasizing about it. You hear that laugh? She was like, it was too, like, <laughs> hey, Nick, we see Nick. He comes back with big hair all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a gold like, chain up. And yeah.
1: we're
0: like, whoa, dude, stop doing blackface, Nick. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Take it down and ask.
1: Stop being so thirsty. I don't when think Habib wide. fights again,
0: bro. What what fight is there for him? Tony is out of the picture. Connor, but Con- I mean, he's gonna. It's, dude, I feel like Dana White wants Connor to be able to beat Habib Habib so bad, bro.
2: But it's just not gonna happen. I'll it's say this. Okay i give us your
0: theories. Nick's like his foot was a balloon. His no. foot was a
2: balloon. No, okay, I, I'm a I'm a big McGregor fan, but I'm also a very recently, not recently, but I'm I'm a lot bigger of a Habib.
1: Fan. You were, yeah. I will say you definitely really got into him that last fight. The gate, yeah. You I mean, were like love,
2: crying love, every interview and <laughs> shit. I love the story, and I watched, I rewatched that interview so many times. I love Habib. Habib's the guy. He's 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 the goat in my eyes, right? Um, if depending how Conor looks. Um, in this Dustin Poirier fight, which I think he's going to look pretty good, and if he if he gets past Dustin, if he beats him in under sixty seconds, like he said he's going to do, I feel like that's a great storyline to get those guys to fight. Because out of all, all the fighters that fought Habib, Conor made it the most competitive for the most part, but he did still get smashed out. Let's keep let's be real here. But on the scale of out of all the fighters that Habib has fought, he he gave him the most amount of work, it seemed like. And even no, Habib no. says the Connor fight was one of his hardest fights. Dustin almost him... got Dustin had him in such a hard submission. Nah, but but just just by that alone, if you look at the rest of the fight, but Habib was... had
1: a bit of Nick. Nick.
2: True.
0: <laughs> Here's my thing. Habib, Habib purposely like, all right, round three, I'm gonna just stand up a Connor. Let's just see what this is about. Because everybody says, oh, my God, he's so dangerous. Oh, man. And then Habib just ate everything and went forward. And he's like, all right, I'm done. All right, I let it. I, I checked the stand up. All right. And then round four, he's like, hey, give me that fucking, give me that jaw right quick, bitch. And then this fucking did it, bro. <laughs> round two, round one and two was just like Habib all day, baby. Inshallah all day, baby. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to be the I'll same be right. thing, bro. It's going to be the same exact thing. But it doesn't
1: matter if he doesn't
0: come back. Yeah, I yeah. agree, but I mean it does make sense because a lot of people will watch it because it's Connor and Habib, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I just think Habib is so uh, he's so like such a martial artist that he it, he like he always says uh, Dana White was even saying he's Habib has so much money that like something about money won't get him out to yeah. fight,
2: right? I'll say this: here's a proposition. If Connor beats Dustin, right, and then. Would you rather see Connor fight? Oh, or okay. I'll, sorry, let me redo this. Let's say Connor beats Dustin, okay. and say Michael Chandler beats yeah. Dan Hooker. My guy, right? my right, guy. Right? Let's say that. Would you rather see Connor Habib rematch, or would you rather see Connor versus Michael Chandler? Who Connor, would you Michael rather Chandler.
0: watch? Because Connor has a better okay. chance of beating Michael Chandler. Gil, what do you think?
1: Habib, baby.
0: That's what I would rather
2: see too as much.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm in the camp. I'm Chandler. Like, you know, (laughs) this guy loves
0: Chandler and Connor beats Chandler. I think it's a tough, I I don't even like Connor, but Connor beats Chandler.
1: Yeah. But see how we are, not even excited about you saying that it's like,
2: (laughs) okay. Or, but on the flip side, because to me I think Connor versus Chandler is more exciting than Connor versus hooker to me personally. What do you Mm -hmm. think? No,
0: actually, no, not for me, because Hooker is such a good striker and he's really tall. So honestly, I would love to see Connor and Hooker because, I mean, they're so good at their types of striking. That fight always has interested me because I want to see how each one reacts with each other.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd be more excited if uh, the actual fight itself with Chandler, but I would, I think on a promotional level and the idea of how Connor would probably start going in a, a city kickboxing Izzy would get involved. Dan is, you know, he likes to get in people's faces. He, he doesn't mind talking a little, you know, New Zealand, Kiwi trash. I think that would be uh, obviously a more exciting fight because Chandler would basically just like be praying for <laughs> Connor. And, and they're family. both
0: so good at striking. That fight would be cool.
1: It would, but in the end, why wouldn't you want to see Habib and yeah. Connor again. Maybe you don't want to see the fight because you already know the outcome, but it's like, look, if I don't know, I feel like that's just what you would have to do if Connor wins.
2: Especially with this Connor that's like not even talking that much trash right now. Like, yeah, it, look, if, been, could be, quiet. if
1: Habib is a real martial artist, It's he's not doing it for the money. So it has to be a fight that's going to excite him. And I think Connor can still figure i think connor will figure a way out he won't take like the crazy approach but i think he will smack talk in a way where it's like martial art versus martial artist. no money he'll do something where it's like no money for the fight and, like we all give it to charity
0: the only way he so does it that. if he starts talking shit about his uh, his father who's now passed i don't think connor can go that well uh, i know try. but see that's the thing oh, habib. habib says he does not he's not gonna fight connor again i think yeah, I, don't, mean, I don't think that's think, gonna happen see, it's i think also how alex believes every fighter that retires Alex, like they're not gonna fight again hey, habib's him, different though habib, habib is different habib is different like henry cejudo i could easily see him see him coming back i don't see i don't there's no fight the tony ferguson habib fight is out the window because tony's been smashed his last two fights that fight is no one wants to see that anymore mm-hmm. uh i mean he beats every. Habib beats Hooker. He beats Chandler. He he beat Gaethje. He beat Dustin. He beat Connor. Oh, wait, he didn't. But he beat Connor. But did he beat Connor?
2: Two oh. oh so that's, God, that's the storyline. They're gonna use that. If story, you bro.
1: roll your eyes one more bro. time, okay. And hey, call hey, your toes, to this, to Alex. Con- I swear hey, to God.
2: This is what people do with Connor. If
0: Connor loses this fight, this next fight, when Connor comes back, look at Connor though. This is Connor three
2: It's like, it's just gonna keep going up. And and yeah, run, and go, all the way to ten point Ten when Connor goes to ten 0, right? No, no, Man, he's some gonna...
1: people hey Nick. Some people are just haters in this world, huh? Yeah, hey
2: Alex, why are you hating, bro? Come on, dog. you no. got to admit, Connor. If you don't like the trash talk and all that shit, he is one of the most skilled fighters in the UFC. Period.
0: Please, Please strike. He has some. I would say he has he has
2: some of the some best, of the best striking
0: in the UFC. I wouldn't say he's the best. One of the best fighters. <gasps> oh, no? you wouldn't? No. He, he, has did, yeah, champ champ. he has some of the best striking. He has some of the best striking. say? So,
1: would you say anyone that he's fought, that he's beat, you would say those fighters are not that good at fighters? No, of no, fighters. definitely. No. So, like if, you, the, if he's the Melendez, oh, not Melendez,
0: uh, Chad mm-hmm. Mendez fight, that was pretty impressive because Chad Mendez is really good. So,
1: he's and one of the he, top fighters. He beat one of the top wrestlers in the 145 at that time.
2: All right. Yeah. So, how about this? How about we just throw a wild card in there since we're challenging Connor's. Ground game. How do you think he does against Charles Oliveira if they were to fight? Bro, see, before Charles
0: Oliveira's last fight, I was like, I, I was like, Connor smashes him all day. But, bro, Charles Oliveira's look big and he looks strong and his striking no, looks Stop, bad, stop, bro. stop.
1: Connor wins that. And <sighs> dare I say, Connor does a reversal on Oliveira. Here's Oof, why. Because uh-huh, he did it to bro. Nate Diaz and people are so underestimated when he fucking hey, tripped Nate here, Diaz. Here's my he thing, did though. did a reversal on Nate 209 Jiu Jitsu hey,
0: Diaz. Here's my thing with, with, if Nate fought Charles Oliveira, Charles Oliveira smashes him. Smashes him. Charles Oliveira is they he's smashed, impressed. They smash him one more time. He's it's impressed, impressed me a lot, bro. He's impressed, impressed me a lot. I think bro. Alex and, is right on that. And if he, if he takes down Conor, it's a fucking wrap, bro. It's All a right. wrap.
1: Look, here's- It's w- a wrap. Okay, here's <laughs> what we've learned from this. There's a lot of options out there including Tiff's next husband, which is Aljomaine Sterling. He's All right, guys, let's move on to our next uh, event divorce. <laughs> of this podcast. Slash, slash now podcast is our Quick Pick Picks with Lift God and Nick the Ear. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, hello, gentlemen. We're here at the main event. We have Max Holloway. Nick, let's start it. Max Holloway with another boy, Calvin c boston Cater. Uh, I, I
2: don't know yeah, what to says, say. Huh? Yeah. He doesn't does have does does uh, double, does double fist, huh? <laughs>
1: Uh, gentlemen, uh, we have a really great fight here. I'm very excited for this. If you're gonna put a fight, your first fight on network TV, what since Fox in 2018, it's gonna be on ABC, which is also crazy. Which means more people are gonna watch this. Of course, you're gonna put a fight like this: Holloway versus Cater. Holloway, the type of guy to move forward. Cater, literally not scared of anyone, and loves throwing really soft twos with his nasty hooks.
2: <laughs> soft twos. God.
0: He loves throwing one two ones too. I love that shit.
1: Uh, We have two fighters here, a former champion. We have a guy on the rise, uh, both identical, I believe, in height. Uh, Just the body, even I would say Cater's probably just a little broader in the shoulders, uh, but pretty much two tall fighters that move forward. This is very exciting. Uh, Nick, uh, what do you like about
2: Max in this fight? All right, so Calvin Cater is a really tough matchup for Max. I think he's a tough matchup for everyone, anyone in the 145 division. And I feel like we're when we talk about Calvin Cater, we're talking about like future champ status, you know? Um, but going to Max Holloway, I feel like where Calvin Cater is really gonna where the moments where we've seen him struggle in fights is when guys throw a lot of variety and they throw and they keep him at like a kicking range. So I feel like that's what Max Holloway is going to probably be doing is having a really, really diverse striking attack, a lot of length. I feel like if he were to just box with Calvin Cater, it's going to do Max Holloway a giant disservice as far as the skills that he has in his toolbox. Cause Max Holloway is an amazing kickboxer. And then more recently he started to kind of fall in love with the boxing and just standing up and just piecing people up. And you saw that kickboxing game kind of return when he fought Alex Volkanovski the second time, mm-hmm. a lot more kicks, a lot Maybe. more like knees, a lot more push kicks, things like that, where I feel like that's what got Max Holloway to where he was. But, um, but I do think Max Holloway could pull this one off. I don't think it's an easy fight for him, but I feel like with his experience and with the diversity that he has with his kicks and his, his kickboxing in general, and not to mention even a standup. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Max Holloway subs Calvin Cater Mm -hmm. because his jujitsu was very underrated. He almost, he almost took out uh, Dustin Poirier. If it It wasn't for, yeah. And Dustin Poirier has a serious ground game. And if it wasn't for the bell going out of time, dude, he would have, I think he hit him with anaconda. Mm -hmm. and it was textbook like he was out like he would have been it would have been done so i feel like um even though we can't really say that we've seen calvin cater be in trouble on the ground at all but i feel like if max holloway is so good though
1: on the feet micano
2: oh yeah that's right he uh yeah he he dropped him didn't he and then he Mm -hmm. he subbed him Mm -hmm. yeah so that could definitely happen that's a possibility and i feel like max has the skill set and the championship mentality and the experience. He has everything going for him going into this fight. But it is a tough fight because Calvin Cater is so dangerous. He's he's probably the bigger puncher as far as he hits harder, but he does need um, – he needs to touch Max Holloway in this.
1: Yeah. Uh, so just uh, jumping off that, Alex, uh, we – I mean, it's kind of out there in terms of like, wow, what Max brings to this. But like how does a guy – up-and-coming guy like Calvin Cater – what does he have to do to like dethrone a former champ? Because like, he's on the rise, but this is a whole different type of fight. And I want to say this is his first five round, maybe.
0: No, maybe? Uh, no, his last fight with Dan Ige was five round. Five, five. Uh, so what does Calvin yeah, Cater do? Um, I'm not sure. You know, I'm I'm going for max on this one, so I don't want to like. Yeah, because we're not at the picks yet, but you're supposed <laughs> to provide
1: some commentary for the audience. But what, against, what Alex.
0: Calvin Cater has to do is. Here's what I think he has to do to win this fight. He has to knock out a hallway mm, early on. You don't it, think
1: he can last as long in terms of stamina.
0: I think, th- Oh, I think he can. I think he showed that in his last fight, but I think as the fight goes longer, it probably gets worse for him fighting someone like max because mm. max has done these and max tends to look better as the rounds go on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Calvin Cater kind of showed that in the Zabit, Zabit fight when it went a little like when it, at the last round he started turning it up looking good. But I just think Holloway has so much experience and Holloway always gets better. Um, when you see Cater fight someone that he doesn't knock out, the fight is always a lot more even in a sense. Um, so and, and then the big. Yeah, so that's my answer for your question was how cater can beat holloway i think the w- only way he can honestly beat him is uh knocking him out Catching right, Marley, Alex, let's just
1: get you we do i think you just said it already but just to make it official who would you got in this fight
0: um i well, got by
1: what though you know
0: i got holloway um i think it's a i think it's a, a decision i think it's a uh the first round is kind of like the fill out session but what nick was saying i, I the, the kicks are going to be a big factor in this because when I have, so I've been a huge Calvin Cater fan since he was very, very, like, no one really knew who it was. Six years um, ago. Yeah. My whole thing was I remember telling my friend Josh, who used to work with me at Super Rare. Thompson, yeah. I, I was always like, I hope, <laughs> I hope Max Holloway is like retired or moved up to 155 by the time Calvin Cater gets up there because I didn't want them to fight. These are the two guys I did not want to fight. So when I just, it's a bummer that they have to fight because I'm a huge fan of both of them. Um, But I think, I think the big key in this is uh, Max Holloway using his kicks. Um, And Max Holloway took bombs from Dustin Poirier at 155. So I think for Cater to knock out Max, it's going to be very hard. And I just think that's probably one of his only avenues for him to finish him. And then what Nick said, the ground game. I mean, Max has good ground game. So if anything, Max might just, you know, be like, you know what? I'm just going to take him down and submit him. But I think Max has a lot more ways to win this fight than Calvin Gator does. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Nick, uh, give us your official pick and how.
2: I'm going Max Holloway in a fourth round submission.
1: You're biased. You, you're biased. You've been eating in Hawaii for the past 5 days. You're being biased, be honest. Let's go.
2: Let's Shout go, out, brother.
0: Shout out, brother. He's yeah, going to get this a... faka.
2: That's what they say. Faka.
0: Uh,
1: he's
2: going to
0: get this faka.
1: Guys, I love Max Holloway. You've been cheering him since the first time he lost to Di- uh, Dustin Diamond Poirier, this but dude. I mean, this guy. I think you guys are being a little uh little soft, being a little ridiculous cuz you guys freaking play Warzone with him. So you guys are being little bitches in that you don't want to get the fight against him so he won't play video games with you anymore. But guess what? Bro, I played I two
0: in- games with him, bro. Ooh,
1: look zero, at that. That's okay?
2: played yeah, zero.
1: Yeah, but you went to his poke restaurant the other day.
2: Max Holloway's poke spot, yeah. Does he own a poke spot? Yeah, Maguro yeah, called- Brothers. <laughs> Maguro Brothers. Oh, does he really own one? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a chain. They have a couple places out in Hawaii. Maguro oh, nice. Brothers.
1: Uh to the Burrow brothers. out to the Burrow that where Nick didn't like it, but he's ridiculous. And he has his
2: own uh, supermarket chain called Foodland. So.
1: Oh shit. Yeah, but D- Calvin Kader owns Ralph, and yeah, so that's why my <laughs> pick is going second round, one two, stop, pause, hook, <laughs> knockout, <laughs> on Max Holloway. Uh. Tell if that better. happens,
2: I'm gonna come over to your house and beat your fucking ass, dude. bro. He's not Ma- He's <laughs> not knocking out him. Max,
1: bro. Hey, hey, he's knocking out Max.
2: He's not, <laughs> hey, hey, You're, hey. But you even saying D- that hurts my feelings, bro. Like, know, bro. Me, you don't think it
1: hurts me? You don't think it hurts me too to say that? I'm just trying to give the audience an honest like pick because you guys always pick the safe way that like protects you guys from these fighters if you ever have to meet them. It's I not safe,
0: one. dude. Holloway's.
1: You know what the comments have been saying? They're calling me. Out of three of us, the people's answer. The oh. people's answer. They call you guys Skip and freaking Shannon Sharp and uh, Stephen Shannon A. Sharp? Smith. And Shannon
2: Sharp?
1: <laughs> Tiff is not going to date you because you're Shannon Sharp. Stop wearing glasses, you're... though.
2: What if I wear glasses? He looks very God, handsome. It's in make glasses. your
1: eyes look more. I'm going to tape them back in the next episode. I just get my eyes uh, uh, You canceled. Don't touch your eyes like that. Alright guys, those are our pace right there. Uh let's move on to the rest of the main event. Uh guys, this coming event, the oh, is it's, it's a banger. It's a banger. If you like geriatric men, you're gonna Whoa. love this fight. It's Carlos Condon versus Matthew
2: Cuckoo Brown.
1: That cacao is when he did an elbow on Diego Sanchez. I always now when he goes crazy. like <laughs>
2: That, that uh, is one of the craziest knockouts ever. And dude, I don't feel like it gets enough credit. Because he'll just like crumble to the floor and shit. Bro, and not even
1: the. It's yeah. not even that. It's like the uh, Matt Brown. You know how people do the walk away? And we're like, oh, it was a walk away. He did the opposite. He did the look down and wait. Like that's
0: when he just stares at the guy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what Alex said to me the first
1: time we sparred. And Nick said he wouldn't go hard on me.
0: Bro, Anyways. I can't even think. I'm so flabbergasted that Gilbert just said that. Calvin Cater's going to knock out Max Holloway.
2: Bro. Yeah, it, it kind of it kind of makes me not trust you as a human being, but whatever, continue. You guys
0: already know I love
1: Max. It's the fact that you... I think you guys are really sleeping on it because we are such Max fans.
0: We, I'm not sleeping, oh, bro. You're sleeping on a huge listen. I'm a huge Cater fan, bro. Listen, it's not Calvin about being Cater. a fan. It's
1: about really look at the... Te- Watch the last fight. You guys were so, like... You guys were even pointing out all the technical, like nuances that he did on Ege, he didn't get touched the way he and Ege was moving that's in and dan out
2: Dan Ege, dude Dan, so, okay, you're I in hawaii dan. respect him i love danny i'm a big dan igay fan how it, how how's you spell last name how do you spell his last name ige I've no did you spell no ige. ign that's a website you're idiot yeah you're not your but listen max holloway is a championship level fighter He might be Jose Aldo twice when Jose Aldo was still Jose, bro. He he is probably the greatest featherweight fighter of our era right now. So for you to say that Calvin Cater, who's very, very, very good, is going to go out and KO somebody who's never been dropped in his whole career, I think is a stretch. But if there's anyone that could do it, it is Calvin Cater. But I don't think it's going to be his night. Okay,
1: I'm just saying, if you hike too many trails, sometimes you're going to
2: fall. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you dedicate a whole YouTube to hiking trails,
2: sometimes you're going to fall. Oh, oh, Hiker Holloway, baby, let's
1: go. <laughs> like, see, How can you not love that? Of course I love Hiker Holloway. I literally subscribe to that channel. By
2: the way, we did a, a, a hike in called Lulu Mahu Falls, and I ate shit twice. Literally we made really that bad. up, but okay. Oh.
0: All right, my bad, though. I'm just so <laughs> flabbergasted and thrown off by Gilbert's you choice. Don't,
1: you don't think... Why do you think I had to hesitate? Because obviously I'm going to say Max Holloway, but it's like I can't disrespect also the puncher's chance and what I saw in that last fight with Ige, and I kind of rewatched some of the old fights. I didn't realize when you guys were talking about him when that happened, like, this guy is kind of insane with his hands and how he thinks. Yeah. With It's just... But, but Calvin
2: Cater also got touched up a lot by Dan Ige. Danny Gay was in Mm -hmm. that fight for a good amount of that. Like it wasn't until like the fourth or fifth rounds where he really started to pull away. Yeah, championship rounds. Yeah, but also Danny Gay is a lot smaller than uh, Calvin Cater. And Max. Yeah,
0: exactly, because they're both the same. And Danny, that was his first five round fight. This is, this is, this
2: is a, and it was a big jump up. in competition for Danny. I guess
1: we I can should all have. You, the, I guess we should all have the same answer because you guys are so defensive. <laughs> so change your answer right now. Defensive. Change your
0: answer, dude. I'm like, hey, change change, you better change your answer, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, The Maguro brothers, Poke spot. Nah, yeah, no, Cater, Cater, I feel like I feel like honestly, man, we live in a honestly. Honestly, I feel like because I think. I feel like Max Holloway beat Volkanovski. He already beat Brian Ortega. I think that this is probably one of his hardest fights in the division. Max Holloway. Hardest fight. Yeah, I it's think so, and it's fight.
1: not even a title fight. I think it's his hardest fight. It's, it's a harder crazy. fight than
0: Alex Volkanovski. Yeah.
1: 100%. I agree 100%. The but,
0: man. But to say he's getting
1: knocked out is blasphemous, Fine, (laughs) He gets hit hit by a one, two, three piece, falls down, does not wake up for two seconds. All right, guys. Uh, Carlos Conant, Matt Brown. Uh, Alice, we'll start with you because you're so flabbergasted. Uh, (laughs) Condit uh, coming off a win. Matt Brown coming out of retirement. I don't even know where. Oh, he lost. He lost. He lost the last fight.
2: He, he lost to that fight. kid from uh. Yeah, he lost his last his fight. His name was Caramel Thunder. Uh, he's oh, that's right, Baez guy. Good though, yeah. dude. I, yeah, yeah, that's the name, bro. He's so good.
1: So I'll just get you guys quick. Uh, we'll just get your pick and a little bit if you guys want to say something on uh,
2: either fighter. Mm-hmm. So Nick, we'll start with you. Who do you got? I'm gonna go Matt Brown because he's been more active. Uh, I feel like he's gotten better, and I feel like Carlos Condit is still he's still great, but I just feel like uh, more active. Yeah, Matt. dude, Carlos Connor kind of took like two years off, bro. He had his first fight back in since what? He blew his knee out or something
1: like that? Yeah, he fought Court McGee, remember? We were also making fun of that fight? Yeah,
2: that one flew under the radar. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but before that Court McGee fight, he hasn't really fought anybody in a really long time. it be like a year. So I, I'll give it to Matt Brown.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Uh, Alex? Um, you know, I'm going to go Carlos.
0: Carlos looked good his last fight. I f- I still feel like because Matt Brown won his not his last fight but the fight before that and that was supposed to be his retirement fight if I'm not mistaken
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think he should have I think he should have stayed retired honestly I think they both should just be retired I don't know I just feel like uh 36 years old is Condit and 40 is for uh, Matt Brown yeah feel- I'm just I'm I'm gonna go Condit just honestly here's the weirdest reason younger fighter uh he didn't get knocked out in his last fight matt brown did uh i just think Carlos is gonna take it i think i think it's just a decision though i don't think either or finishes each other wow i am honestly flabbergasted um (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't sound as good as when i said it so yeah
2: (laughs) my friend pooped next to matt brown in a in a bathroom stall so i'm going matt brown oh with with that knowledge i'm going matt brown too
1: uh i like matt brown uh well honestly
2: Look, I, I just feel
1: like in general, as a fighter, I think he get has had more finishes uh, l- later in his career. He likes to go for that finish, even if it costs him to fight. Carlos, I think, I mean, a lot of decisions where he kind of dominates. So yeah. I think I'm just putting Matt Brown because I think he might just go for it. He's an old guy. He's like, let me just get this knockout. I knockout. wish
0: this fight happened like 20 years ago. Years ago. Yeah, me yeah, too. Like,
1: uh, really? Right now, right, it's
0: everybody. not even that exciting.
1: Oh, we also got another fight uh santiago Ponzanibio, which i think he's coming yeah. back from uh, mm-hmm. been, why? Injured. He's been, been injured yeah he's been getting injured a lot and then i always forget how to say this guy's name but i feel like ever since the ufc started their- young jing,
2: jing liang jing i, liang. Liang. I trust alex liang. he literally Sorry. says i, did, I didn't uh, read it i was trying to go off memory <gasps> yeah Jin uh, liang.
1: i'll probably just do my pick first because i love this fighter uh i'm gonna give oh, it cool. to ponzi uh, I thought you were gonna go to the other guy. I was like, of course. No, I, I,
2: I, I, I was going to I saw I saw Nick and I was like, ugh. I was like squinting my eyes, like, don't you stop, dare stop,
1: man. We don't Ooh. have racist cams anymore. Now we're just racist. You don't
2: dare. I could do it, dude. Fuck you. Okay. Um arms look small in that position. Back up.
1: Arms <laughs> look like small. Yes. See but see how they look big now because of the light?
2: It, yeah. it's all about lighting and positioning. You could really make yourself look really big or really small.
1: Okay, show yourself really small. Hey, make yourself look real big.
0: Why do you look smaller when you get big?
1: Okay, oh, no, no, yeah, but do, do
0: the big one. Do the big one. Like make yourself look big. Like this? Like oh, like I just do this where I push my arms out like this? No, but like big though. You said you like big. Okay. No, big though. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess you can't do the big one. All right. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, shout, out like Alex, po- okay, shout out to the podcast, Shout out to the podcast listeners. Have no idea what's
0: happening.
1: Uh <laughs> Alex, give me I, your pick and why.
0: Uh, I think Ponzinibbio. He's real. He's good. I think if he can, if he comes back and looks good, I mean, he they were already talking about him being a really hard, like a really like, like fight for title. So I mean, if he can come back and look good, I mean, I think Ponzinibbio will win. I don't. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Ling Jiang because that one fight where he he, literally, he was literally gouging that guy's eyes like purposely when he fought Jake Matthews. I think it was. Do you mm-hmm. guys remember that?
2: Yeah. He was oh, caught in a yeah. submission
0: and he kept like gouging his eyes. Like, I'm not oh, a fan man. of that shit. So that's I don't think I Wuhan, the Wuhan Well, sometimes guy. you got to do,
2: he's going to do what he's got to do to win fights, you know? So that's <laughs> why he's probably going to win. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ponzanibio just because his eyes are very strong and they're very prone to not getting eye gouged. <laughs>
0: oh, I thought you were trying to say, his eyes better. <laughs> Bro, but also Ponzanibio, like, I'm going bald. Well, bro, you might just need to let the hair go, but.
2: Hey, Ponsonibio has a pretty legit, like, uh, record of people that he's fought. He's so good. He, he beat Neil Matt. He hasn't fought since 2018, so he's been out for a really long time. Which could Which be actually, good. Yeah, could be good. And he trains with a big team, American top team. He beat... Uh, Perry. Court McGee, Mike Perry, Gunnar Nelson, Neil Magny. So those are that's a pretty good resume in my in my opinion. So and if you, anyone beats Neil Magny, that's that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh,
1: uh, Alex and Nick, we got another fight here. We got uh on a lot of lists from the 2020 as a fight of the year or knockout of the year. We have Joaquin Kung Fu Buckley versus Alessio Di Charico from Italy. Uh, I'm gonna just say something really quick on this fight. I was doing a little research. I have no idea why they made this fight. Uh, Joaquin Buckley uh, kind of on the rise of two straight wins. Dude, Alessio, I think he's lost like f- three or four in a row. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of those fighters that are going to get cut. I don't yeah. know why this is a matchup on the main event. I think it might just be giving Buckley another win um, yeah. just to build his res. But what a weird matchmaking.
2: They're usually really good about
1: matchmaking no matter what
2: the situation. But to me, that's just really weird.
1: Uh, you know what this is was, like? This is like got? when
2: they made Connor fight Dennis Eber. you remember that? But
1: Dennis Siever at least was like ranked top ten, even though it was kind of weird.
2: Nah, but he was like on a losing streak and he everybody was like, dude, Dennis Siever's like forty-five years old and Connor's <laughs> like 18 and shit. You know what I mean? Not 18, but you know what I mean. It's oh, just like no, everybody knew everybody knew that, like, oh, they're literally feeding him, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I
1: hope you get spinning back kicked by Dennis Siever one day.
2: Yeah, and he'd probably beat the shit out of me. Mean, that guy looks so scary and he's, he's a German. And you guess know? what? He's
1: also sleeping with Tiff.
2: Wait, what? Dude. Why does Ale- every time I did it, Alex, is like, <laughs> yeah, he, loves he loves fantasizing of uh, my wife cheating on me. <laughs> on MMA fighters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very specific. If I
0: can't be happy. You guys can't be happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if I can't have
1: Rebus, no, I can
2: have Rebus. <laughs> uh, what, what was the fight? Oh yeah. So I, uh- I'll go Buckley. Of course, they, Buckley. That's so they're weird. They're probably they're probably uh, trying to feed him. I was surprised they didn't make him fight Kraus. Yeah, because they're both one eighty five, and yep. James Kraus didn't have a fight lined up. Now yep. he's going to fight Diego Sanchez. It seems like, but maybe they'll build um, that up because who's going to fight Diego Sanchez? I heard uh, J- James James, James Krause Kraus is is uh, campaigning, or Diego Sanchez is campaigning for the James Krause fight. So
1: James Cra- Diego Sanchez for his last fight should be fighting Alessio De Chirico. That's who <laughs> his last fight should be. I don't know what he's doing. right No,
0: now. no, who they should make Diego Sanchez in his last fight? Cowboy Sabroney. Aren't they Aren't they like homies though?
1: They, the same no, they team.
0: used to be at the same gym, and then remember when Cowboy left, Diego started talking shit to Cowboy. Oh, and then did. and then Diego left. Yeah, so I was like, all right. But they but... all
1: get work done by Bo uh, uh, Hightower. So, Hightower.
0: tower. me got their back's cracked.
1: Uh, Alex, uh, who you got for uh, Buckley and
0: Mr. Italy? I got Buckley. Other oh, guy's kind of tough, answer. but I think Buckley wins. Guys, who, I don't who know why Everyone's choosing Buckley. I'm going to give you what the- He lost guys. to Cummings. Patrick Cummings' his last fight.
1: And was also, was also, he also lost to Arpeg. Wait, the Durkin?
2: The Dirk, what's his name? The guy with the mustache?
1: Oh, no, no. Zach Cummings is from The Ultimate Fighter. Oh, is it Zach Cummings? My bad. Oh, Zach Pat, Cummings. Not, not Pat Cummings, yeah. Because uh, I was like, what, he
2: went down to 185? Because Cummings oh, is, uh, this is
1: why. Okay, This is why Lesio is on a losing streak, okay? So he came into the UFC. He kind of back and forth. He finally got on a little run, a two-fight run, and then Kevin Holland came into his life, and then he's been losing ever since. <laughs> hey, Kevin
2: uh, Holland. Ke- he lost to
1: Ke- his last three fights, he lost to Kevin Holland, uh, this guy named uh, Muradov, and then Zach Cummings. He's on a three-fight bro. When did he find him? Uh, 2019. Yeah. Well, it was the Moicano versus uh zombie, uh hmm. fight. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we got a middleweight fight between. Actually, this one is interesting. I actually started uh, researching both these fighters. Uh, Punahalele Soriano and Dusko from Serbia, Todorovic. Todorovic. Um, both these fighters are coming. I think I believe they're both coming from the uh, contender series. Uh, They both won their last fights. If you watch specifically the last fights and any other ones, they both fight very similar. They do the thing where they move forward. and They do like the, what do you call that? Where it's like the hook, like close hook, walk forward, and then finish in the ground and pound. They're very similar. Um, Who do you guys got? Nick, you're in Hawaii. Keep that in mind.
2: I'm going Soriano. Punahaleli Punahalele.
1: And check out his pokey spot called?
2: Maguro brother,
1: <laughs> he's the brother with.
2: Yeah, Max Max, the
1: <laughs> they have they don't have the, they don't have the Maguro last name, but they are the Maguro brothers. Their names combined is Maguro.
2: So, shout out to the Hawaiian <laughs> listeners, all three of you guys that are just real deep in this.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Alex, you look really relaxed in your seat. How about you tell us what you're picking, and maybe <laughs> I'll give you some spunk.
0: Um, I got spunk in
1: LA. I know what is wrong with you.
0: Yeah, Punahale. Look, low key, because the fight card to me is just kind of weak, isn't it? No, the, but, but like, the styles
2: make the fights. They bro, make, the
0: styles are crazy on this. You may and, not like
2: know who the names are, but I'll, I think they're just bangers. For just, like,
0: I, I know, like, honestly, like, I'd rather see like Carlos Felipe and Justin Taffa on the main card than some of these fights that are on the main card. To be straight up, but <laughs> um, I I think Punahele is gonna win. They're both undefeated, though. This other guy's pretty good. Um, which guy? the dust desco Dude, Dude, he's guy. really he's yeah, great yeah. like it's um a- yeah i think uh Hale is gonna win i do uh, d- uh, yeah
2: i don't know it depends it really depends like i don't know man that that's a toss-up if because if, they may fight like that against guys that they know they could fight like that against you know where they like in their eyes they might be like oh i could walk this guy down and just you know, have a slobber knocker with this dude, and I know I'll wait. Heavy puncher, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you never know. Like, you know. You know what I mean? But uh, nope, I don't know. <laughs> does, I don't know. It's there's not a lot, there's not a lot to go off of off because they're both young in their careers. What like because uh, they both they're only like had one UFC fight. seven, seven, uh, seven and oh versus 10 and oh, right? Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's not. It's a really. It's a real toss-up. Who's the taller guy? Usually I bet on the taller guy. <laughs> I think that,
0: the the Russian whatever guy so good, is
2: Serbian yeah. guy, six foot.
0: Yeah, I just think Punahele is a little bit more clean with his striking. Yeah, he's a little more clean. Uh, I think that's guy why. He likes him. the chaos. Yeah, yeah, he likes the. Ca- he lives in the chaos, bro. He lives in it. All
1: right, guys, those are our picks for the uh, main event uh, for that fight card on UFC on ABC. Uh, do you guys have any shout-outs for any uh, prelim fights uh, out there? We have Phil Nick Lance. Nick Lance, and as Conor's like to say, who the fuck cares about Nick Lance? That's uh, Jeremy
2: <laughs> Stevens, but whatever.
0: No, it's uh,
1: different. He also did it to Nick Lance.
0: Honestly, I think the fight that I think is going to be the coolest fight on that one is Carlos Felipe and Justin Taffa. Yeah, that's a good fight. That yeah. should have been the main card too.
1: Justin topped yeah. not doing it for his daughter, but I saw an interview where he said he's doing it for his son. So that's a
2: new wow. one. Wow. Okay. And he trains with uh, Mark Hunt. So Hey,
0: Philip Hawes is really good. The guy oh, he's fighting yeah. is also really yeah, good. So go. that's that should be interesting. Philip Hawes is now good. This
1: is weird. I was so high on him. I think we've talked about it before. When everyone yeah. was talking about him like when he came out of college and he was going to uh Greg Jackson and then like lost a bunch. He even lost his contender series fight. Or no, mm-hmm. he won that, right? Did he win that? He might have he's, lost it. Anyways, but he's he's basically like on a nice little streak right now though. So shout out
2: to He him. definitely looks like he's improved a lot. Like he's cleaned up a lot of his uh his yeah. his attacks, his his strikes, and it just seems like he's he's picking his shots a little bit better. And he's he's just like he's a big power puncher too, you know. So he's not it doesn't seem like he's hunting for the KOs anymore like he uh like how he got caught and lost before. Cause who did he lose to? He lost to Julian Marquez. Dang that's that. who we lost to. Yeah. In the, uh,
1: and it's crazy because there's an interview right here that says... That was a
2: nasty KO.
1: He said his career turned around from... And he says, I want to thank my girlfriend for help turning it around, Tiff. Done? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Wait, All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's our show for today. Um, Alex, do you have any shout-outs to any friends, family, movies, anything you want to shout-out?
0: Yeah, shout-out... Um, Shout out her. Oh, shout out our boy David. So oh, uh shout out <laughs> Check out the uh, breathing
1: episode, right? What episode is that?
0: Uh it's the second to newest one.
1: Hey, cool man. How could you carry this energy to the end of the show, please?
0: Hey, shout out. Uh shout out Gabby for editing the videos. Uh shout out uh to your twitch? Nick, shout out to my twitch. Shout out to Nick and Tiff out in Hawaii. Uh shout You're out to right happened? He's with Al Jermaine. Oh, shout out Al <laughs> For
1: stealing Nick's wives.
0: <laughs> hey, shout out this gorilla right here to my right. But yours. OK, Nick, <laughs> shout outs
1: for you.
2: Shout yeah. out to the state of Hawaii for Give being some love. Yep. an Give some amazing love. place to be beautiful. The people here and the locals here have been so nice to us. They're throwing up shakas left and right. When I let people merge onto the highway with me, they throw up a shaka, which is the coolest thing ever. Uh, and uh shout out to uh LA for having the highest rates of COVID. Yay! Dang. Gang Gang Gang. Shout out,
1: skill. Shout out to our sponsor, Maguro Brothers. Check them out in Honolulu, Hawaii at two locations in Honolulu, Chinatown, or
0: Waikiki Hotel. Hey, shout out Tiger Belly. Okay, all right. Alex is
1: so dumb. We'll randomly play with people on Warzone. He'll be like, have you heard about the podcast, Tiger Belly? Well, this it's is Gilbert from Tiger podcast. Belly. I'm like, bro, I want to slap your butt and then kiss it if you keep Ooh. doing that. Yeah. Um, guys, make sure you follow Alex uh, at LiftGod and all the social medias and his Twitch. Make sure you guys follow Nick. The year he's coming out with the NTE Academy for strength and conditioning training programming and all your advice that's going to be launching this year at 2021. So make sure you follow social media so you know when that happens. And like I said, our last episode, we are very excited for 2021 for the We Out Here family. Uh, we're doing a lot of new things here. Look, we listen to you guys. We're now a podcast and we never said we would be a podcast. Uh, we'll look out for, um, some new things this year, more live streams, uh, maybe some sponsors, uh, maybe um, maybe a change of colors. We actually wanna invite you guys to be part of the rebranding of the show. We wanna make this a community show. So down below in the comments or and or on our Instagram, uh, if you wanna send us fan art or new logo designs or just suggestions for what the color of the, the show, the theme colors would be, just let us know. We're happy to take all suggestions. Uh, because we love you guys very much Once again, uh, follow those two guys Follow me at Gilbits And I think that's the end of the show guys this is-
2: shout, shout, shout out to Max, Max Holloway Shout out to Max Holloway baby
1: Taking the shout dub Shout out on- to Calvin Cater because he worked hard in life as well So let's not forget that Let's not forget that
0: Only shoulders, only shoulders Here's a drop, here's the drop
1: Welcome
0: to the We Out Here Everyman Podcast. We're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> None of First order replay encore. With no, care, no love, dumb hoe, big, slow, moving like a.